Hello friends, welcome to the Hillside Church Podcast. My name is Brad and I serve Hillside Church as the lead pastor. We're so glad to be able to share God's word with you in this way. God has so much in store for you and for your life. And one of the ways God works in our lives is through the study of his word, like the message you're about to hear. Our prayer for you is that as you share in this message, if it's me preaching or if it's someone else, is that God's word would minister to your heart and life in a most powerful way. Thanks again for being part of our church family. God bless you. so great to be with you this morning. I can't tell you how great it is. Um, I saw all the kids leaving. And I thought, is there going to be anybody left? <laughs> and uh, I, know, I know quite a few people in this church, and it's such a privilege to be here. Uh, back in 1969, uh, the Beatles came out with the Yellow Submarine album, and in that album was the song, All You Need Is Love. So I've actually titled my sermon this morning, All You Need Is Love. However, all you need is love isn't exactly true. I'll be talking about love this morning, and as we'll see, love is critically important. However, without a relationship with God and being able to express his love to our lost world, we're still in our sins. There are and have been a big subculture that promotes free love, and that is Uh, doesn't lead to hope. God created us man and woman, and his intent was us, for us was always that we would have one spouse uh, in this life. So free love can be fun for a season, but um, it doesn't result in anything but heartache and much disappointment, and often actually results in loneliness. In this world, we're told to be tolerant and accept every lifestyle. People can do whatever they like. There's no moral code or responsibility. That doesn't lead to freedom and satisfaction. If we just accept every behavior, then we're not loving people as as they're headed to destruction. And we're doing nothing to help them. We are doing nothing to prevent their eternal demise. So loving people doesn't always mean winking at what they're doing. If you really love people, we don't wink at their love style. We lovingly point them to Jesus so that they can experience true love that only comes from God. It's important that we do this lovingly. We don't condemn people. We lovingly bring them into the kingdom of God. In fact, we don't need to focus on their lifestyle whatsoever. We don't need to debate people on morality, need to bring them lovingly to Jesus, and he will do their, the work that needs to be done in their lives. We're not moral policemen, as you sometimes see in Islamic countries. Rather, we're ambassadors for Christ that lovingly point people in the right direction. There are times and places to comment on morality and what is right and wrong, yet that isn't our focus. Our focus is on bringing people to Jesus. The whole world is looking for love. In 1984, the rock group Foreigner had a hit single, I Want to Know What Love Is. And that's what we're going to talk about today, what love really is. For many, it's so elusive. Many are lonely. In more recent times, John Legend sings, All of Me. And love is about 100% commitment. Adele sings love song and sings of the feelings of love. 
But is love just about feeling? In the earlier era I spoke of in the 1980s and the 1970s, about 50% of all the songs out there were about love. Now in our modern era, it's about 60%. So people are just clamoring for love. Now I've got to use the clicker. <laughs> Jesus asked us, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. Jesus talked about love as a commandment. If we're com commanded to love, does that mean we'll have feelings of love? John chapter 15 and verse 13, Jesus tells us, Greater love has no one than this, than he laid down his life for his friends. When we listen to these songs that I spoke of, the image of laying down our lives doesn't come out. But we really do need to lay down our lives. Sometimes laying down our lives means giving up all our own personal interests to, for the benefits of another. It means that we become completely selfless, looking after the interests of others rather than our own. That's what it really means when John Legend sings, All of Me. It means we're giving all that we have and not with the expectation of receiving anything. Now, I've kind of been talking about different kinds of love. There's actually the Greek words for love are all different, and we have this one English word that says love. But God has given us all these types of love, and each one of them done correctly, each type will provide a level of fulfillment in our lives. There's eros, and that's the sexual love. A whole book of the Bible is dedicated to this love, and that is the Song of Solomon, and it's also known in some versions as the Song of Songs. This book delights in romantic love and also provides a picture for us of the love that God has for us because we're his bride. Another love is philia, and that is friendship love. This is powerful. We all need to have good friends with us. I think it's great that people are going on a hike this afternoon. It's good to be with friends. We all need friends. Storage is also a love, and it is natural, instinctual affection, such as love that parents have towards their offspring, or vice versa. And there's agape love, and this is the selfless love that I just spoke about. This is the love that God has for us. This is the love that we have, and that Jesus, that, that we have, that Jesus, when he spoke of the greatest commandment, spoke of this kind of love towards God and towards others. Online this week, I actually saw this story of a, a dog that sat injured in the middle of a train track. Another dog was there to protect the injured dog. And every time a train would go by protecting, the protecting dog would lie on the injured dog and keep that dog's head down and have that dog lie still so that the train would pass safely over them. The protecting dog would bring food to the injured dog. This went on for a couple of days until a train conductor noticed them and phoned for someone to take care of these two. The 
animal protection people had a hard time rescuing them as, they, as the protecting dog at first wouldn't let them anywhere near. Finally, they were rescued and ultimately adopted out as a pair. The one dog saved the other dog's life. And that's what it means to lay down our lives for another, to do anything we can to protect someone. Sometimes it goes beyond this. Sometimes a life is literally given for another. And we think of all the soldiers that have gone out to war to protect the values that we have in Canada, and they've actually literally laid down their lives for us so that we could have a good country, freedom in our nation. But Jesus gave his life so that we could have life. Jesus completely laid down his life so that we could have life. In 1 John 4, 7 to 21, it says, Beloved, let us love one another. For the love of God, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this love of God was in this love of God was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. I've probably gone way beyond on this on this clicker. In this love, and I can't actually see the, the screen as well back there as I can back behind me. Um, in this love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So propitiation has to do with we're reconciled to God. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one, oh, I went too far. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. We have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed that the love that God has for us, God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love, we love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he does not love his brother whom he has seen. How can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have 
from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. I mean, there's so many things that you can take from these verses that I just read. Just making sure we're on the right screen still. There's so many things that you could take from these verses that I just said. But here I'm focused on love this morning. If God, if we know God, then we love. And Jesus exemplified that love. He loved all those that were around him. And we need to do the same. He is our example. We often say, what would Jesus do? Well, what Jesus does is love people. And we all need that love. And that's why COVID has been so hard on us. It has disconnected us from people. It's been wonderful that we've had alternatives such as online church and Zoom meetings and such. But we really need flesh and blood people. We need somebody to give us a pat on the back. We need somebody to give us a handshake or a hug. We need connection with people. We need these things and we need ourselves to give those connections to other people. We show people how God abides in us by the love that we show others. John 13, 35 says, By this all will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So let's be careful to show others that we love them, that they are important. God cares for all human life. Everyone is valuable. This isn't just loving those who are the most lovely or the most popular. This is about loving everyone. The verse in John is about loving fellow believers and that others will know that we are disciples because we love fellow believers as we should. So we're loving people so much that they see that. And you know, when we get together in a church, we often get together with people that are completely different from us. We have different interests, different things that we do, but we love each other just the same. So it's not this clique that we have in a church. It's just people who love God that are all together, loving each other. And the world will see that we are Christians because of that love that we have for each other. There is also room for us to love those that are outside of God's kingdom and to love them into the kingdom. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So Jesus died, died while we were still sinners. We didn't even care about God, and he died for us. We didn't have any connection with him, and he died for us. So he died for us while we were still sinners. And so when we look out into the world and people are disinterested in God, we can still love them because that's what Jesus did. 2 Peter 3 and verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness. But is long-suffering towards us and is not willing that we should perish, but that we should all come to repentance. God loves everyone and so should we. We are his ambassadors. We represent Christ wherever we go. We'll have a different relationship with believers than with others, yet we're to love everyone. I have a unique opportunity. We actually operate a store in uh, the Beltline near downtown Calgary, and I get all kinds of people that come into the store and have all kinds of conversations with those people. And so I have that opportunity to show, hopefully, love to those who come into my store and many different viewpoints. 
and different interests, and, and I have that opportunity. And whenever I can, I do share Christ, but uh, I can't always. Um, but I have that opportunity. And we all have different opportunities in our lives to reach out to people that are different, that haven't had the opportunity to know Jesus yet. And that's a wonderful opportunity when you get to do that. So I've seen a street pe preachers that speak out of hell and condemnation. They're just speaking hell and condemnation, and people shy away from a preacher like that. Yet those who preach love attract people. People desperately want to be loved. It's within them. It's a great need that people have. By the way, we're not supposed to stand in judgment of that street preacher either. We need to love them as well. If we don't love, then we don't have the love of the Father. We're fooling ourselves. Loving is not an option for us. People will know that we're Christians by our love. So how do we know that we're loving? Is it about feelings? I want to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 13, because that's the love chapter, and it speaks to us about how we should love. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I've become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but have not loving, have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long. Some versions will say love is patient. Suffers long and patient is the same. And is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I am also known. Now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Ultimately, love is a choice. You choose to love God. You choose to love someone. Feelings come and go. However, you can continue to make the choice to love. In reading 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you read about behavior. You read about the things you should do and about those things you shouldn't do. You don't read about feelings. There's nothing wrong with feelings as you just can't, we just can't base our love on that. God is the one that gave us emotions. If you don't have emotions and feelings, so 
then you don't have any passion in your life. It's just that you can't base your love on just having feelings. I know that when I feel the presence of God, it's just absolutely amazing. But in the times that I don't feel his presence, it's not that I, I think that I don't love God anymore. I've lost my Christian faith or whatever that is. Those feelings come and go. Sometimes I feel his presence and it's just amazing. And other times I just don't. And it's the same with your relationship with other human beings. Sometimes you feel things for them and sometimes you don't, but you choose to love them anyway. Back to Corinthians, how many times have I failed? How many times have I behaved rudely towards someone when I should have loved them? It could have been to a telemarketer on the phone. And they're people too. We need to treat everyone with dignity and respect. Those who cash groceries for us. Those who serve us at a restaurant, whether they're doing a good job or not. It's been said that you don't know what another person is going through. You don't know what things are in their lives. You don't know what burdens they're carrying. So just love them. At home, it can be easy to treat those close to us with some disrespect. I've been guilty of that. It's easy when people are close to us to let our guard down and not be on our best behavior. Well, God help us. Let's do, let, let the Lord do that work of change in your life. Cry out to God and have him change you to make you into the person that you should be. All of us need God's work to be done in our lives. None of us can do it alone. So what about you? Maybe, and I don't know who's listening, I don't know who's online, but maybe you've never experienced the love of God, but you can experience his love today. You can give your life to him, and he will come into your life and make a huge difference so that you will have his love and be better able to love others. What you need to do is confess that you're a sinner. You need to believe that in him and put your trust in him. And believing in him is like if I sit down on this chair. I believe that that chair will hold me up, but until I actually sit down right in it, I'm not believing because then I'm putting my trust that the chair will hold me up, and that's the same with God. Believing in God means putting your full trust in him. Give your life to Jesus fully, and he'll make all the difference. So I talked about the song that foreigners sings, I want to know what love is. And that's what love is. They sing, I want you to show me. So let's show others what love really is and the freedom that you can have through God's love. And yes, all we need is love, but it's God's love that we really need. And when we have God's love, then as John Legend sings, it's all of me. And it doesn't matter, he also sings it's all of you, but it doesn't matter for us in our decision whether it's all of the other person. It's all of us. We're all in and we're loving regardless of what the other person's reaction is to us. So let's pray, and then, and then Matt can come up and close the service. Lord, we just thank you that uh, you're with us this morning and that you love us. It's because of your love that we're able to love others. It's because you have shown us your love that we are able to love, and you are all about love. So, Lord, we just ask you to enable us to walk in love. We pray that the places where we've failed, the things that we've done that that are not loving, we pray, oh God, that you would work in our hearts, in our lives, oh God, that we would show love to others. Regardless of who the others are, that we would show love, especially to each other in the body of Christ. 
but also to those around, and that we would win the world because of the love that we show. And we ask those things in Jesus' name. Amen. I speak the name of Jesus over you. Thanks again for being a part of this message from Hillside Church. We pray that God was able to speak to you through what was shared. We're so grateful to be able to share God's word with our church community and family, and that includes you. And we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hillside Airdrie. You can contact us through email at info at hillsideairdrie.ca, or you can go to hillsideairdrie.ca and click on Contact Us from the main menu. Or you can find our pastoral team contact by clicking on Our Pastors from the Our Church drop-down menu. Our vision for everyone that shares in Hillside Church is that they would know God, know His hope, know His purpose, and know His power in their lives. And we pray this message ministered to you. At Hillside Church, we're a family not by blood, but a family that's been bought by blood. As family we go. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name.